everybody. Welcome to another CornerCast podcast here on casterscorner.com. So happy to have you back for another podcast. Um, this week, guest on the show um, is a good one. It's a really good one. I really enjoyed um, the introduction to, to him. Um, Sonny from the Sunny Channel, or Sunny Plays With Toys, um, joined us this week uh, from Texas. And it was it was a really great conversation. It went places I wasn't expecting. Um He's a really interesting guy, does stand-up, does a lot of comedy. It really comes through in his pictures and his videos. And we talked about what this last year has been like and, and some of the creative process for it. And it was it was a really great uh, conversation. Um, you can follow him um, on YouTube. He is The Sunny Channel. Um, on Instagram, he is Sunny Plays With Toys, S-O-N-N-Y, Plays With Toys, all one word. And the Sunny Channel, and and it's Sunny S O N N Y. Um, I found him, or if you know, I've I I knew he was around and he was part of the community. And then when we did our uh, podcast with Jay Hernandez, um, one of the posts came up that you know Sunny did, and so we talked a little bit about that. And um, then I reached out, and and it was great. You know, he was great to talk to. Uh, really nice guy. Um, and really just great, great to get to know. So, um, so, so that's tonight. Um, we're, we're rocking and rolling through on the website. We're rocking and rolling through, um, our toy of the day. We just did number 210, which is the Iron Man Mark three armor from the infinity saga. Um, uh, yeah, the infinity saga new branding for the fall of, late summer fall of Marvel stuff. Um, and so it's our first figure. Look at it. It, it was a good figure. I, I'll enjoy it. I'll, you know, go watch that on our YouTube channel. Um, you can follow us on all our social media at Caster's Corner. Um, and yeah, you know, we talked about that and we got a lot coming up and we're going to do um, during what would have been Comic-Con week technically or the week after Comic-Con when I would have normally taken my downtime. Um, we're doing beginnings. Um, so we're going back to the beginnings on the YouTube channel and we're going to talk about all the eighties toys that kind of inspired what I do today. Um, so I'm looking forward to filming all those this weekend. Um, and we've got other great podcasts in the, in, in the, uh, um, coming up. Um, we've got planned and, and, and more reaching out to, to more and more people. So, um, continue to bring new guests to the show and, and new introductions to, to the toy community and building that up. It's been, it's been a lot of fun, um, being a lot more positive and, and making new friends and, um, building positivity within the toy community instead of tearing everything down. Um, so yeah, so that, that's about it. Um, you can follow us, uh, you can follow Sunny, uh, the Sunny is spelled S O N N Y on everything. So the Sunny channel on YouTube, the Sunny channel on Facebook, um, and Sunny plays with toys on Instagram. Um, and check out his bid to make the hood from the Marvel legends line, the figure of the year, um, uh, with toy association. So, um, we're really, <laughs> it's been great to watch that, um, unfold. Um, He's been very creative with those. Um, and you can follow us. We are at Caster's Corner on all social media. Um, check out our toy of the day every single day. Uh, we're doing a toy review of some kind on our YouTube channel. Um, we're up to 210 days now. And, of course, go to casterscorner.com and subscribe to all of our stuff. Follow us, subscribe. The more of you subscribe, the more cool things we get to do, and then we get to share them with you. And, really, that's the best part of this journey. So, um we really appreciate that. And every time you do a podcast, I forget to do that on the YouTube channel. So follow Sunny, follow us, um, and we'll do a lot more cool things. And uh, without further ado, it is myself, it is Sunny. Enjoy, everybody. All right, sorry about that. No, no, you're good. You're all good. We're all doing stuff from home nowadays, so, you know... <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's Every day it's like I tell people to be quiet, but yeah. Yeah. Um you got some nice artwork back there, man. Like is, are those yours? Like did you do those shots? Yeah, yeah. These are these are pictures that I took. Uh, I'm not sure which ones are you can see. Let's see. I'm I'm looking at the Venom, the the yeah. symbiont crew, the the infected one down there. Yeah, this is one of my favorite ones right here. <laughs> I just I like that Superman a whole lot. 
right yeah there. no that's one of the better ones that he did that they did like i like yeah. the classic one the classic one was pretty good um but that infected one there's something about the the sculpt of it that just like really i wish they'd do a regular superman like that like yeah i wish i mean i wish they would just use that for multiple characters i mean yeah because i think they said bizarro uses that same yeah uh body but i didn't pick him up yet um yeah no yeah. it's really nice artwork they're really yeah, good you. When did you start doing photography stuff or like what, what got you to, to put up your own work on your walls? So I actually did photography, ooh, man, since like 2009, 2010, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing photography and it actually, because of the pandemic, I had to stop doing photography. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I'm not going to have people come to my house and shoot right. their photos and stuff. So I started shooting action figure toys. And I was trying to be a serious photographer, <laughs> and that didn't work out. So I was like, "Ah, screw it. I would just bring comedy into it and just roll with that." So that's uh, where I'm at now. Yeah, no, I mean, like your push to get the hood nominated for Toy of the Year, <laughs> like that. That y- they opened the door for us, and I feel like I don't know if we all would have walked through it if they didn't say what they said when they revealed the figure. Yeah. Um, well. It's like because I saw when they when they did that and they were like, oh, we made the angry head sculpt, the angry uh, toy collector head sculpt, and uh, I was like, oh yeah, cool. And I was like, I still I didn't want the figure. I was like, yeah. It's like I don't want it still. But then I saw it at Target and I was like, uh, let me go and grab it. So I grabbed it and because uh, I had one idea, the very first photo I shot with him was where he has the microphone and he's like kind of singing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was, that was the only idea I had with them. And it, someone had mentioned, like, I think it was, I don't, can't remember if it was Twitter, Facebook, or where, but someone was like, I can't see, wait to see what you do next. And I was like, oh, I got to follow up. <laughs> so There's that social pressure. Kinda, yeah, Push exactly. So it. I just ran from there. I'm like, man, I'm glad I wasn't doing, like, cocaine or something. And like, I can't wait to see what y'all do next. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I, I, I liked the character, and I'm not happy with the figure. Like, I'll admit, like, I like the character as a, in, in his solo book and all that. So I was looking forward to getting one. And then I saw it and I was like, oh, they just, they ruined it. Like, it's just, and then they made the joke and it just, now I can't get it out of my head. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they were, I think they, of course, you know, you, they make the figures and they can kind of tell which ones are going to be a hit and which ones are going to just kind of be the filler. Yeah. And so I think to like, cause I mean, I do the same thing. Like, yeah. uh, you know, when people are roasting you, you gonna roast yourself first, and you're like, oh, I done took your power. Mm-hmm. So you're like, ah, oh, they, they can't really do it. So I think they tried to do that with the with the figure with the hood, and it worked. It did. But, I don't know, see any on the shelves. It. It, yeah. They're flying. Like I, I yeah. see, there's a lot of aim scientists out there. There's a lot of Doctor Dooms. I I was I saw a rack of like eight Dooms yesterday. Yeah. And I looked at it and I said. They should have made Red Skull the single, like without the piece, because like nobody, not a lot of people want that Doom, and yeah. and everybody was going to get the Red Skull. Like it's a classic; it looks really good. You got a lot of options for it. That would have been the one to be the single, but they went with Doom, and and he's going to stack up. But I have not seen the hood on the shelf. Yeah, so. um, okay. well, actually, I, originally I thought that the Doom would be the hard one to pick to pick up, but mm-hmm. yeah, when I see it, I see the, I see. The, Doom all the time. So. Yeah, yeah. I was like, damn, it's like always, it's always Doom and Shang Chi right next to each other. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, I mean, I, but that I expect, right? You expect the movie figures to stick around in some way, well, shape, or form. I'm only seeing Shang Chi and Katie when yeah. I'm at Target, but like yeah. at Walmart, it's only Shang Chi, uh, Win Wu, and uh, of course, I've never seen Death Dealer in person. Oh, really? Yeah, I had to order it, but uh, yeah, I've never seen him in person. Yeah, he that was a he, she, whatever, whatever it ends up being. Yeah. Whatever they end up being, like yeah, no, it, it, it that that was a good one. Um, but they heavy packed Shang Chi, so yeah. so yeah, he's gonna stick around. I think he's gonna stick around, and I guarantee you, there's gonna be some figures, either Katie or that Great Protector figure, that people are just gonna ignore, and then the movie's gonna come out, and the, the eBay prices are just gonna go right up. I, yeah. I think so. I think it's gonna be a good movie. Um, yeah, I think so. I, I like the new trailer that came out. So I just saw it, uh, the other night. Yeah. Yeah, Thursday night. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm excited. I'm excited to get back in theaters. I want to see them on the big screen. Yeah, and just see what they're doing. Like, I was talking about it last night. <clears throat> I said, "Yeah, I'm excited for Black Widow. I want to see the Eternals. I'm excited for Shang Chi." But 
Spider-Man's like the one I'm chomping at the bit. Like I really yeah. want to see what they do with it. So yeah, all the little teases that they do, it's kind of like, dang, okay, like this is enough. It's enough. Like, all right. Yeah. Are you watching Loki? Are you watching Loki? Yeah, I haven't seen this this week's episode, but okay. uh, we normally we watch them like on Saturday night mm-hmm. uh, or Sunday afternoon, and then it will keep up. But yeah, what sucks though, because it comes out on Wednesdays now. I'm like, I know. Like, I gotta yeah. avoid all these spoilers left and right, and so. Yeah, they changed it, but um, no, it was good. It's good. I, I think it's I think it's one of those ones where they're doing something a little different. So I'm enjoying the ride. Well, it's like because uh, with the um, WandaVision, you know, the first two episodes, I appreciated them for what they were. They mm-hmm. were like callbacks, to all those classic sitcoms and stuff like that. So it was cool. Yeah. But it took a little bit to be like, OK, why, why am I interested in watching what I'm watching? Uh, I'm not going to lie. Falcon and Winter Soldier, the first two episodes, I had to watch them twice because I fell asleep both times. Yeah. Like, I was just like, this is. I was like, ah, oh, I keep pushing through. And then finally episode three came and kind of got my attention. But um, with Loki, I mean, it was like from the first episode, I was kind of like, okay. I was like, it grabbed my interest immediately. So I was like, okay. I think it, it broke the world that we've lived in for the past like 12 years with Marvel. Yeah, like it broke exactly. all the, 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 the things that we thought were like ingrained. It kind of broke it. And so yeah. it really made you think a little bit. Like, I, I still want to go back and watch that first episode to catch on things. Um, no, but I'm excited to see what they do. I am. And, and WandaVision, I agree with you. The first two episodes were good. I think, like, the first four, for me, the first four or five, it was, like, the middle. I think it was, like, six or seven where I was like, okay, come on. Like, we got this stuff. We did it. <laughs> yeah. That's good. It was, it was gimmicky. It was cool. But like, let's get to the fight. Like, I want to see, I want to see them throw down and really get into it. So, yeah. Um. So, so how did you get into to doing it? Because you said the pandemic changed it for you for photography. Um, and and I was watching some of your videos earlier, and it was about the same time you start doing videos or your YouTube channel for for toy reviews. Yeah. So like. So, you know, I did photography before then, uh, like shooting, con- you know, like music events mm-hmm. and uh, like tattooed models and stuff like that. And what, basically anybody said, hey, Sonny, I have some money. You have a camera. Come do some. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, but I like I started missing it because I was like, I can't do it no more mm-hmm. uh, because of the pandemic. And so I had bought my son, a Captain America from Five Below, mm-hmm. one of the, like the one from the uh, Onslaught Wave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh I was playing toys with him one day and I was like, wow, this thing moves really well. And, you know, cause I, I had the toys when I was younger. Yeah, I had a few of them, but you know, they're like only so much movement. And, um, so I decided, well, I'm gonna take pictures of this Captain America figure, see how well it comes out. Um, of course I took pictures and my son has the toy. So it's like half his face is like shaved, like to the color and it's all the paints messed up. So I was at the store one day and I found some uh, clearance. So I was like, I bought them, brought them home, took a few pictures. Then I decided, I was like, well, let me try to have some comedy into it. So let me go ahead. And I took some pictures, but then I like made them as like little comic strip type things. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot of work. Uh, but, it is. Yeah. So like I did that for a little bit. And one night I was kind of buzzing and I had just picked up the Iron Man 2020. And I was like, ah, screw it. Let's do a review. And so I went in to do the review because I had been watching reviews. Like I'd been watching uh, Jay Hernandez, uh, Shardimus Prime, uh, Unparalleled Universe. Um, can't remember the other guy. Uh, like there was a few other people, mm-hmm. toy people that I was watching. And uh, so I was like, well, let me go ahead and just do this, do this review real quick. And so I did the review and I uploaded it to Instagram. And then I was like, well, I had this dead YouTube channel. So I was like, well, let me just put it on that YouTube channel. And I want to say I had like 61 uh, followers on Instagram. So mm-hmm. I decided and like four of them were like, oh, this is funny. And I was like, cool, I'm going to do this for y'all. Like this is this is for you then. And so I kept doing them. And then uh, I did the retro Spider-Man one. And that caught wind with some of the bigger toy reviewers. And they kind of like pushed the brand and pushed that video. And like Jay Hernandez in particular, he mentioned it on one of his live streams and my YouTube subscribers went from five to 275 literally overnight. And I was like, Oh, okay. I guess I got to keep this up. So I kept doing them and, uh, you know, and then like I was trying to get filler space between 
doing videos and you know because it takes a while to edit the videos to shoot the videos and everything so i was shooting photos but the photos were they were getting likes but they weren't getting as much likes or shares as like the comedy aspect of the videos that i was Mm -hmm. doing so then i started to just kind of push comedy more into it a little bit and then that's kind of where it took off so um and then like i said especially this guy right here yeah he's doing wonders for my accounts i mean uh i want like because you know on instagram it it shows you all the stats and stuff yeah um he's gotten me well over 150 followers alone from like his first set of photos that i took from him that's awesome it's awesome like growth like that um so yeah jay hernandez is the reason one of the reasons i found your account um he mentioned you um in a podcast i think he was i I think he mentioned you in a video and we were doing a podcast that day so i brought it up and he was talking about the difference between like toy people and and regular people and how he doesn't like toy people and (laughs) i think you got mentioned in that in, in a good way of like you had made a joke about something um and people took the, it yeah finding thanos in the restroom yeah. ceiling tiles at target yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and they're like he made a joke like why what? and it's true like that was one of the things that i've noticed like i don't know if it's because i'm doing more stuff or just because of where everybody is but like the negativity in like the collecting has just ramped up to like where you yeah. you just can't even wade into like just checking things out like it's always so it's fun to find people that have fun with it and just are doing it for fun and, and are enjoying what they're doing. Um, yeah. And so uh, so that's how I found you. And then, you know, I've been following and then the hood stuff and then people are tagging me in some of your things. And I was like, oh, this is pretty good. Like this is. And so I've been reading your stuff. It's been it's been fun to follow. Um, cool. What's uh, you said you you did it. You did it for you. And now you're doing it to keep up. How's that? What's that? Because when you do it for you, you can do it. You can not do it. You can do it really well. You can just throw stuff up. But when you're yeah. when there's pressure on it, how does that change? Kind of how you're working. So, like any, like because I'm like a creative person, so I always have to do something creative. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever it is, I don't care if it's uh, whether it's writing up a Facebook status that makes like makes people read for like four minutes long just to be like, what is this guy talking about? Uh, just if there's little in jokes in there, then, I, and then someone laughs about it. I'm like, cool. That's, that's cool. That, that worked out then for the purpose that I had. So, I mean, like I can create for myself all day, every mm-hmm. day. And that was what initially it was, was just create for myself. You know, that's where I was taking these photos, like actually messing with the lighting and stuff and trying to get everything, uh, situated. Um, but, now, like, even when I do stand-up comedy, like, I do stand-up comedy. I don't do it for myself. Like, I do it because I like people appreciating, you know, people need to laugh. Mm-hmm. And so I'll go on stage. I'll make them laugh. If I don't make them laugh, I'm like, oh, that's it's bad on me. Like, I just wasted all these people's time. I wasted their time, wasted their energy, wasted, you know, gas money if they came to see me. Mm-hmm. Um, so at this point, it's like I'm doing it for everyone else. So I got to make sure that I put up something that people appreciate and enjoy. Mm-hmm. And so, like, with my review videos... Uh, you know, I'll, I'll do the review and then I'll put the little captions at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, which some people have been like, Hey, Sonny, I don't know who does your captions, but they're talking about you. I'm like, that's me. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, cool. Appreciate you. I appreciate you looking out for me. But that was me. Um, so like I put the captions out there and sometimes like it might be a caption that not everybody gets. Mm-hmm. One person will get it and they'll be like, Oh my God, this was like hilarious. And I'm like, Hey, thanks, man. That's why I did it for you. It's like, so. Yeah. As long as the people appreciate what I'm doing, I'm going to continue to do it and I'm going to do it for them. Like I could do it for myself all the time and just not put it anywhere. Yeah. You know, because doing photography, I've taken photos of plenty of stuff that I've never posted anywhere. It's just me to be to be creative. But if I put it out there, it's it's going to be for someone to enjoy and appreciate. And if it's something that they don't appreciate, I'll be like, pull that off real quick. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. And did you feel like... um? Is there there pressure, like, because I find sometimes when I'm doing it just to do it or to do it to get it out there to to get the content out there, sometimes it feels a little grindy, like like the work is there, like you, it's work, like there's no doubt everything we do is work, 
the, from the photography to the, to, to the getting the lighting right, to the editing, to all the stuff that we work on, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of work to put into it. Um, does it get grindy or is it still fun for you? So it's still fun for me mm-hmm. um, because, yeah, while it's a lot of work, I can actually see something that came out from it. Um, in fact, I have some hood pictures that I haven't even posted out, like, because I'm like, this is such a, like, small audience that may get this joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, it might not even be worth putting out, but I get it. And I was like, I, I, I appreciate it doing it. But um, as far as, like, I do feel that there's an expectation to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't really stay stagnant, especially with the way social media works. Yeah. Because if you're not constantly putting something out, you know, the apps will start to bury your work. Yeah. Um, you know, because there's some people that I'm like, I'll go, like, they'll like one of my pictures and uh, I'll go click on their profile. Like, oh, I haven't seen any work from them in a long time. And it's because their work is so sporadic. That it's like, oh, they shot a photo last week. And then the last time they shot a photo was a month ago. Yeah. So it's like, I don't even see them. Yeah. Uh, and so I didn't want to get buried like that because if you do, you don't really grow from there. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm kind of, it's, it's kind of on me to keep up with the content to make sure that I, I stay relevant with the apps algorithms, basically. Um, and like YouTube's bad about it. Like I went, I want to say three weeks one time without a video and YouTube was like, Oh, we're just going to like, like then I put a video out and YouTube didn't really do much for me with it. Yeah. Because it's weird. Like I have multiple uh, YouTube accounts. I have a YouTube account for the toy reviews and a regular YouTube account. And whenever I put a toy review to view video up, it would notify my other account. Like, Hey, you should check out this new video. And after three weeks, I haven't, you know, I haven't got one of those notifications in a while. And I'm like, well, YouTube just like forgot about me. So yeah. that's why I've been trying to keep videos coming to make sure that I stay relevant within the algorithms. But yeah, it's, it's a, it's definitely a juggling game. Like I, I can see it where I post at least once a day and at, at, at when I was like really pushing for Instagram or really pushing for, for Twitter, it was like eight posts a day. And it yeah. was like, I, I can't keep up that pace. Like, I, you know, I got a day job. I'm doing this on the side, like, and, and I'm doing video content, I'm doing podcasts. And it's, it gets tough to kind of keep up with, to try to stay ahead of the algorithm so that you stay within the relevance. And then if I don't post for, you know, once a day, once a day, once a day, and then when I post, you know, there's an event, Hasbro have an event or something again now, right. and I'll put up like six posts in a day. And my, my Instagram's like, bing, 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 bing. And then it'll just be dead. For, you know, I'll get like one like a day. And then yeah. those days. And it's it gets grindy. But I think it, I for me, it's worth it. For me, it's worth it to just, I, I like the stuff. Like I really yeah. like the community aspect of it when, it, when it's positive. And, and yeah, growing I, that positivity within the community is is also um has been really nice i've made some really good friends this year which is insane since i haven't seen anybody all year (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i mean that's that's one thing that i really appreciate uh, about this community is like there are far more people who support you Mm -hmm. Uh, i want to see you do good and share your work and stuff then well depends on where you're at on instagram i see it all the time but on facebook (laughs) uh I don't know how many times I've had my posts removed because people complained about me or uh, like I'm this close to being kicked out of one of the groups. Um, they, they have a three strike warning. I'm on my fifth strike. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> then I started like, I was, I was on my fifth strike this close to get booted. And then I just started like bombarding it with the hood pictures and getting people to like them and interact mm-hmm. and stuff. And I'm like, ha, what are you going to do now? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, cause like I one time put a picture of, I had bought two of the MCU Wasp figures because mm-hmm. they were like two bucks. Yeah. So I bought both of them. And I had one in the box for the longest time and I posted it against a solid background. And I was like, I go, hey, I'm doing a raffle. Um, there's only one slot. It's $200. We'll interpay shipping. <laughs> so like most people laugh, react, laugh, react, right. boom, laugh, react. And then <laughs> it got it got deleted. And I'm like, well, what's going on? And I, the, I asked the admin. I was like, well, why did y'all delete my post? And they're like, we don't allow raffles. And I was like, 
who's gonna raffle the wasp for two hundred dollars at one slot saying winter pay shipping? I yeah. was it was clearly a joke. And they were like, Well, we had four complaints. I'm like, dang, four complaints. Like Oh yeah. They were like two we could have ignored, but four we had to we had to act. I was like, Come on, man. I just assumed they talked like that, by the way. Oh no, I'm <laughs> sure they do. I'm pretty sure oh, they do. Oh yeah, yeah, I run the admins. <laughs> but I... Yeah. It, it, it's a tough balance. I, 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 Facebook, Facebook can get dangerous, um, because just people just say whatever. And the funniest thing I find is Facebook is probably the one place where your name is actually out there. Like yeah. <laughs> on Instagram, on Twitter, you got handles, you got different names, you can make things up, you could do have whatever. Facebook is like your name, your family picture. It's like you and your kids. <laughs> and then you spout like either really hateful things or really nasty things. And you're like, you got a picture holding your two daughters. And you just said yeah. some of the hardest things I've ever heard. And here we go. Yeah. No, I. it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Um, well, it's like the the one with the Thanos where I said I found it in the restroom tiles at Target. Yeah. So I used to work at Target. I used to do maintenance. Mm-hmm. Target restrooms don't have restroom tiles. Like you, you don't have tiles that can solve it. So it's like it's a dumb joke. Yeah. And uh, but I put it on 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 Facebook, and you know people were laughing and stuff. And someone was all like, "I doubt you found it in the restroom." And I was like, "Oh yeah, no, I totally did." <laughs> so I'm like, "Well, it's a joke, but now you're calling me out, so I'm lying." And one guy was like, "Oh, so you're just standing there peeing, and you look up and the scenes how decide I'm gonna move it, look for Thanos?" I said, "No, first of all, I sit down when I pee," <laughs> and <laughs> it's like. <laughs> I just went completely left with everything. And, uh, they yeah. removed it. They said it was trolling, and I'm like, "All right, I'm I'm okay with that one. I'm okay." Yeah. With yeah. Like sometimes, sometimes it is fun to just watch yeah. them, like just not take it seriously, or or take it very seriously, but take the other side of it and watch them just lose their minds. Yeah. Um. I, I the calmest the calmest posts drive people nuts when you respond. Something's going crazy, and you're just like very calm, very like measured in what you're, the words you're using and they just start spinning. And I watched some guy just like, I was like, Oh, that's really nice. I'm glad that you're sharing that with the public. And he just, he kept going, going, going. And at a certain point he was just like, you can go yourself and you can just blow. And I was just like, Oh wow. Oh, this just took a turn. And it was, yeah. it's guys, sometimes it's just fun. Sometimes, you know, the toy game is just, it's fun. Like that's just yeah. what it is. Well, I like I like all the ones where people are like, "Hey, I'm thinking about picking up this figure for this price. Do y'all think that's a good deal?" And they're like, "Oh, uh, does Google think it's a good deal?" I'm like, "Man, come on, he's asking honest opinions." Like, well, well, there's some, but you got to admit that there's some of those that they're like, you know, does anybody know where we can get this? Where I can get this figure? And right. it's like, it it's brand new. Did did you do a Google search at? <laughs> like, did you look for it at? I I'm okay with the price question, but like the has anybody seen it? And you're like, it's literally on Amazon, on GameStop, on Big Bad yeah. Toy Store. Um, you can go to Walmart right now and probably pick it up. It's one of the common ones. Like, yeah. Have you done I, anything? I felt like doing that one time and posting, uh, I think it was that, that Thanos, the Children of Thanos pack. Yeah. Because it was Amazon exclusive. Mm-hmm. I, I so badly felt like posting, hey guys, does anybody know where I can find that Thanos, the Children <laughs> of Thanos pack? Just for someone to be like, bro, it's on Amazon. I'm like, I'm not going to Central America to pick up these toys. Like, <laughs> but I was like, I was like I said, man, I've got so many strikes in that group, and I'm like, I just gotta. Well, you gotta, you gotta hope go. that they take. You gotta hope that they take the right bait too. Um, yeah. Because I teach too. Like that's my oh, okay. day job, and I set up programs sometimes for kids, and I expect them to. I expect it to do this. Like I'll say something, and I'll expect an answer to come back. And at one point, there was one where we were doing this program. And I said, you have to deliver a message to me without leaving your table, right? And I literally thought the kids would just yell at me. I thought they would just scream the answer across the room, right? I made the mistake of giving them paper and pencils. And exactly, that's exactly what they did. (laughs) They wrote it on the paper and just everybody just threw garbage at me for about a good solid five minutes. And I was like, it's not what I was expecting to happen. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like yeah, there yeah there is some things where it's like yeah you can set it up and you're like oh crap like doing stand up comedy was the same way, um, because sometimes I would overestimate the intelligence of the audience mm-hmm. and I'd say a joke and they'd be like oh that's just that's only offensive and I'm like ah crap 
Like, <laughs> get that one. <laughs> well, there's an economy of words with those too, right? Like, because you, you have to use, and this is not from being stand doing it, but like listening to a lot of different interviews with stand up comics, the idea of like, you want it to be really tight, but you also need the important information. And, and when you edit down, you maybe leave out a detail and you realize, oh, I needed that one. <laughs> Yeah, to get that, there. that was that was my well my the problem with mine was it's a word that's offensive, but mm-hmm. it also means something totally different. Mm-hmm. And I was under the impression that a lot of people knew what the actual definition of that word was, and I was completely wrong. <laughs> I did a show and three people knew what it was, and they were laughing hysterically while other people are like, "Oh, guess we're gonna stab this guy when he gets off stage." <laughs> so I was like, "Dang it." Actually, I had people come up to me that night threatening to beat me up behind the uh, venue. Wow. Uh, it was hilarious. No, well, it was hilarious because they thought that they were going to, uh, like, just punk the comedian. They didn't mm-hmm. realize they had to deal with me. And so I was like, oh, I'm like, no, that's, that's not how it's going to roll. <laughs> um, I was like, y'all about to up my street cred right now once we head back there. <laughs> this would be a good news story. It'll get you, yeah. get you booked more. Um, like, go viral. Yeah. Um, do you still do stand-up? I haven't done stand-up since February of 2020. I did a HBO Latino Festival. Oh, nice. Yeah, and they were like, hey, we really like you. Keep your phone on. We're going to be contacting you. And I was like, yeah, I made it. Let me go and quit. And then the pandemic happened. And <laughs> so I was like, crap. I was like, can I get that two weeks notice back? I didn't mean to. <laughs> when, when did you start doing that? When did you start doing stand-up? I started doing stand-up, I want to say, in 2000. 10 2011 like i took stand-up classes so i could learn all the basics and fundamentals and stuff mm-hmm. uh they tried to kick me out of class because of what i said and i was like y'all just told me there were no rules in stand-up and they're like well you can't say that I'm like ah <laughs> so like i had a talking to for like an hour 45 minutes <laughs> and the instructor actually told me she was she came up to me she was like uh you know comedy is not for everyone and i was like i'm pretty sure it's for me but uh yeah she goes she goes i can refund you all your money or you can continue taking classes and then we'll just see where it goes and so i'm real big on if you tell me i can't do something i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna be a prick about it (laughs) do it and so that's where i got my stand-up style and that's where i i also got my uh review style of just Mm -hmm. being real monotone and yeah just there out of like emotionless Mm -hmm. um but it was just serious clearly just mess with the instructor who told me that I would never find an audience for my comedy and stuff. And the first that I ever did, I said, not a single word. <laughs> well, I said, Hey, I'll take it back. I said, Hey, and I just stared at the audience till it got awkward and everybody was laughing. And then I was like, are you tired of looking at me? And then they just burst out of laughter. And I was like, here's the next comic. And I walked <laughs> off stage and uh, it was such a distraction because everybody came up to me. They were like, oh, my God, I've never seen anything like that. And I was like, hey, thanks. And I was like, you see that instructor? No, that's what I thought. But, uh, like, yeah, they still gave me a talking to. They're like, well, you distracted from the show that was going on. I was like, that's not my fault that you told me I'd never find an audience. And then I succeeded by not saying a word. That's on you. <laughs> I was like, but that's when I figured I was like, you, I can break all those rules that they taught me because – None of it applied to what I did, so. Yeah. No, I, I think that that's, I mean, everything I've seen you do, I, I find funny. It's been hilarious. Well, thank you. And, and I am, I'm the same way. Like when teachers would tell me, you can't do this, you can't do that. Uh, it just always was like my cue to be like, all right, how can, how can I mess with you in the most um, appropriate way? Like yeah. that—that's gonna get a, that's gonna needle you just enough. That's just gonna piss you off even more. <laughs> um, I completely get that. Um, yeah, I think it's um, it definitely translated to all the stuff you've been doing. Like it's been um, to all the between the videos and everything. And I think it, that story reminds me of um, Gabriel Glacius when he was on Last Comic Standing, and they kept giving him crap. He was like hiding phones everywhere. And I know it's scripted and I know that they, they do a lot of, you know, planning for things, but he got kicked off the show yeah. because they were like, oh yeah, you can't do this and you're not, you got to do it this way. You got, and that your story reminded me of that story of like, yeah, look where he is. Like <laughs> I'm sure NBC's going. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's funny too, because in that class they were like, you know, you gotta, you gotta make sure you hit your target demographic. And I was like, I don't want a demographic. 
Yeah. I go, I want jokes that are just so well-rounded, people are going to laugh. And I go, and if you don't get the joke, I want you to laugh because other people are laughing around you. Which I've done some jokes like that, too. And some people are like, they come up to me like, bro, I didn't understand that joke, but they were laughing, so I laughed. I'm like, sweet. All right, cool. Because laughter is contagious. Yeah. You know, like COVID-19. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. It it works though because if if the whole crowd is laughing, it gets the people who did not understand the joke to laugh as well, just because they're in that environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is why I've never done uh, any Zoom stand-up shows. Right, I won't do them because I'm like, if you don't get the joke and you're at home and nobody else is at home with you to get the joke, you're just gonna be like, yeah, I didn't get that one. Like, it's not gonna translate the same. Well, I would I would imagine that's it's it's also a little bit of like you're writing, you're editing as you're doing it. So you need the feedback to figure out where, where the yeah. laughs actually are. Right. And and you need to be able to work that material out um, to get it to a place where it can, you know, you could probably pull off a zoom show, but you can't do it unless you know that material works. So if you're working stuff out, yeah. like you need, you need that. It's, yeah. It's like all of, all of my words are precise. So if like, if you see a video <clears throat> of me do a joke and then you see me live, you're going to hear every single word the same. Um, and then also when I'm live, I wait for the audience to stop laughing. Like the very last person to stop laughing before I go on with my next joke. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people will actually laugh and ruin my next joke because they're like, this will just wait for that last person to laugh. And I'm like, yes, it did. It's like, I have 10 minutes and I'm going to let y'all laughter kill most of my, <laughs> but that's because like I did, a, I did a show one time in, um, yeah, I was actually here in Austin mm-hmm. and I did the joke and everybody's laughing. And there's one person that was just like, <laughs> <laughs> and I literally, like, I just stared at them and then people started laughing because they're like, he's waiting for that person to finish. And now that person has the attention. So they've laughed. They're laughing even more now. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, and I've even told people, are you done? And it gets people laughing because they're like, "This fool, this fool's a prick!" Like he's making, he's mad that this guy's laughing at his joke. I'm like, ah, it's funnier that way. I think the standups today have proven that, um, you, you do what you do best, and the people will find you. Yeah. And like, if you're good, if you're good, and your material's good, then it doesn't matter. Like, I, it, I think it's been proven time and time again that you you can't keep good comedy down. You can't keep you can't keep good artists down. I will say that. Yeah. Because there's an art art to the word, right? There's an art to the... Because it's not just... Like you said, everything's planned out. And I think a lot of people that see stuff like that don't realize that it, it's a performance and you've practiced it and you know where, where what, what words you're going to hit, what words you're going to punch. And, and, and you're looking for... You're looking for those moments to catch them off guard because I think that the, that's that's where you get some of it. So. Yeah, there's even, there's even been times where like I'll say the setup to the joke, mm-hmm. and I get a big enough laugh that I'm like, screw it, no punchline today, and I move on to the next joke. Because <laughs> I'm like, why, why, like, if I got that such a big reaction off of the setup, if I deliver this punchline and it doesn't hit the same, I mm-hmm. just ruin that joke for everyone. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes, yeah, I've done I've done just the setup before, and they laugh, and I'm like, all right, next joke, like, screw it. I heard Austin is is picking up for for performance and and comedy and stuff. Yeah, uh, Joe Rogan moved out here and bought uh, I want to say two venues, I believe, to start doing comedy again. Mm-hmm. So a lot of uh, some people from California followed him over here to start doing stand up here as well. He wanted to have a diff- a place other than uh, California, New York, and Chicago to do stand up, so he came to Austin. Of course, a lot of the Austin comics, they're all like, oh, I don't agree with his politics and blah, blah. And I'm like, I agree with the attention he could bring me possibly. So <laughs> I was like, I'll go to his venue. I don't care. Yeah. No, I mean, there, like, there's... Not going to marry the dude. <laughs> You're not living in the house with him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, I think I think it's I think it's good to have an outlet. And regardless of the politics, I think what, what some, of, some of the work he's done has elevated certain mediums between podcasting, stand-up comedy, yeah. live comedy, live live performance. I think that those things, you know, you can't you can't deny that piece of the influence. Correct. Like you might yeah. not agree with his comedy or you might not agree with his politics. That's fine. You don't have to, but there's a contribution there to 
um, art that really ne- had never been there before, which, which is great, which is great to see. Um, yeah. Cause a lot of the, a lot of the podcasts I listen to are standups. So listening to all of them go, Oh yeah, no, I'm moving. <laughs> I'm moving. I'm packing up and moving. I'm like, Jesus, everybody's going to Austin now. Yeah. So, yeah. So I mean, it's, it's funny too, because like, I wonder if it's just like they're the people not agreeing with Joe Rogan or the fact that he brought comics that are, you know, doing bigger things to Austin. They feel like that's going to take a piece of their pie. But I'm like, if your comedy's good enough, you're, you're going to survive with it. With them. I forget. I think it was. It was. I think it was Terry Crews that said, "Like, there's, there's, screw the pie, make your own. Like, the, the, there's enough to go out. There's enough to go around. Right? There's enough things. Yeah. There's enough different people. There's enough audience that do your own thing, and they'll come to you. You don't have to share it with somebody else. And I think this this goes with the toy stuff too. I think this is because when I started in it, and there's still that stuff there where there's there's a competition." to like get followers, to get users, to get news up, to get, to get content up. And, um, when I started, like people wouldn't talk to me when I walked in the room, like, I'm like, Hey, this is my first time. Like, nice to meet you. You know, what do we do here? And it's like, go away. Or like, Hey, I was, I was sitting in a, I was sitting in a panel at, at a, at a convention and somebody had something that wasn't out yet. They were sitting there holding a toy. I said, what booth did you get that at? And he's like, I can't tell you that. And I was like, really? An hour, like two hours later, I called a friend of mine. I was like, hey, I'm looking for this thing. It's on the floor. They're like, here, come see me. And sure enough, he had them for me. So I walked in and I got like two or three of them and walked into the panel. And the same guy that was sitting there that wouldn't tell me earlier where he got something, look, came up to me and he goes, how'd you get that? And I go, sorry, I can't tell you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like it's like those moments where you're like and and that's been for me in this in this with this podcast in the last year I realized that we are all in these little sections we're all in these little corners and we're all fighting for the same thing and it's like yeah. I want you on my like I want you on my show I, I have I had Jay Hernandez on my show I have the guys from Adventures in Collecting on my show like I, I you know I support the other sites because I'm like Look, Sonny, you do comedy. Great. Your, your posts are funny. The, the 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 different take you do on it is funny. I'm about the um, the nostalgia and the experience. So like, I I want to explain to you like, I went to the store, all the problems I had getting to the store, why I like this, what what I compare it to. It, it's the experience of it. It's the sharing the experience so that you feel a kinship and like we're not alone. Because I think that for a lot of us. Yeah. In this, we feel alone because it's not always socially acceptable to do what we do. Um, like we don't like cars. Like a lot of us don't. Yeah. Do it was like because because like. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I found that out. A lot of like cars, nothing. But it was like because uh, I mean, I I've, I've collected things throughout the years, like here and there stuff. It's mostly like Mortal Kombat stuff or Spider Man stuff. Um, but like going heavier into it with the pandemic and then finally going back into work and like i've sh- i've shared my videos on facebook and stuff and people are like uh so you're playing with toys now i was like uh no i'm playing with toys heavier now like <laughs> <laughs> what the and it's like uh someone even tried to make fun of me for it or whatever and i was like oh, okay i was like i'm gonna go cry to my uh 2000 followers on instagram about that and they're like oh and i was like yeah i'm saying like, not gonna like it's, it's not gonna do anything like i'm freely advertising what i do right um as another venue of entertainment so i was like oh it doesn't matter what to me it's never really mattered what people said about it anyway so um but yeah of course they don't get it so you know i think i have one follower from work on instagram that's about it yeah like cause they're like oh we'll just check it out yeah my job doesn't they'll, they'll say stuff to me and and i'll be like yeah, no, no 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 i i, I know like I, I i do this like when i'm not here i do this and I, so i know these things and they're like no, 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 but for real. And I go, yeah, no, 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 for real. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I do this stuff. Like, I'm, I'm aware of it. Um, so when did you, st- like, I don't know what generation you're in for collecting. Like, what was your early, early exposure to action figures? So as far as, like, action figures, I mean, I have the original, like, I have one of the original He-Man still because, like, I, got, I grew up poor, so we didn't have 
all the time. I wasn't buying toys all the time mm-hmm. or anything. And that's why I tell people, I'm like, if you like, if I hold up a figure and I don't know the comic book history on it, it's because I grew up poor and I have like a few comic books and none of them are in sequential order. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just like, I didn't even know how to read comic books properly. I was telling uh, someone else about it. I was like, I got a comic book one day. My dad got me a comic book and I'm like, oh my goodness. Oh man. It's the it's we're like Wolverine. They're like, oh, his claws are bone. And I was like, man, his claws are bone. And then I got another comic book. I'm like, I'm confused. When did Iron Man enter the story? <laughs> it's like I didn't realize that they were like totally different sections. I was right. like, I thought it was like my sister would collect like the Babysitters Club. I was like, I thought it was just all sequential like that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't know a whole lot of the history of the background of the actual comics, but I did collect like the toys. Like I had GI Joes growing up. Well, I had a few uh, growing up. Um, Actually, Serpentor, which is I can right see it. There. Yeah, I saw him. Yeah, um, that's one of the reissues or like the anniversary yeah. ones because I lost my original one. So you were little, an '80s kid. Yeah, okay. yeah, '80s baby. And uh, you know, I had some of the uh, Toy Biz um, X Men. Mm-hmm. Like I got, I got Gambit, and I actually put him next to the the retro Gambit, and I was like, oh man, you can tell the difference a lot. But it's like it's, they've come it such a long like, way. Yeah, it's like it's embarrassing what I played with versus what my kid plays with, because he'll come play with my figures too, and I'm like, yeah, that's no problem. Like, as long as he don't, like, I let him play with them, but as soon as he's all like, ah, and I'm like, whoa, 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 like, let's not, let's not mess up that face sculpt there. Like, I gotta still take pictures of this guy one day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I had those. I had like, I had the almost the entire line of the Power Rangers with the flip heads that yep. they reissued, they re-released them. Uh, the only one I was missing was the Black Ranger, Zach, and uh, my mom bought me the movie version once to make up for it. And I'm like, he's shiny. I'm like none of the other ones are shiny. He's the only shiny one. So I'll I'll, I'll one up you on that one. Um, growing up, <clears throat> we couldn't find certain things, so I'd I'd go out, you know, friend's house, and I'd have my little bag of toys, like a couple action yeah. figures here, right? And so you can say fanny pack. I had a fanny pack too. <laughs> oh no, no, no. It was one of those like little canvas beach bags with like my name oh, on okay. it. And like the picture, like the, the screen print, like painted picture on it. Like it was, oh, it was goofy. It was real goofy. <laughs> and, um, I still have one of them in the basement actually. Um, and I, you know, take out my toys and every, and we're playing with stuff and they're like, what's that? And I go, well, that that's Luke. And they go, that's not Luke. And so we're, you know, and I'm like, no, 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 it is. They're like, where's his lightsaber? That's that, I've never seen him in that costume. And I'm like, no, 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 that's Luke. It was Luke Duke from the from 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 Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> I didn't have a Luke Skywalker. Yeah. So <laughs> okay, all right. I was like, no, this is my Luke. He's blonde hair, <laughs> white guy, blonde hair. It worked. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, but it's yeah. Like growing up, it was fine. Um. There's a there was a certain point where it wasn't cool, and got out of it, and then got back into it, and it's been. For me, I, I like history of it. Like I, I like to see the evolution of it and 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 learning about it. Um, but there, I do have blind spots. Like I'm doing the new um the new Iron Man reviews. Oh okay, yeah, those are nice. That they I they seen them yet, they did come out really nice, and um, and and I'm looking at the bear, and I go. I have no idea what the hell this is. I just know I have like a seven inch bear that is really well sculpted and looks good next to Iron Man, but I don't know anything about the character. So here it is. So that'll be my review when I actually get it up. Yeah. It was like I mentioned before on a, on another um, stream that when I was younger, a friend of mine gave me um, a comic book, mm-hmm. uh, Ravage 2099. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I was like, Oh, this guy I was like, this guy's awesome. So I was like reading the book back and forth. Like, oh, let me read it again. I'll read up on some Ravage. That way when comic book talk comes up, I can speak about Ravage. Yeah, nobody talks about Ravage 2099. <laughs> so I was like, oh, man, I should have been looking at a different comic book. But it's it's just funny. Like, if they ever, if Hasbro ever releases a Ravage 2099 figure, I'm just going to go nuts. Like, <laughs> I'm still waiting for like five a, of those. I, I'm waiting for like a Sleepwalker. Like they still haven't done like there was there was that period in the nineties where it's like Dark Hawk and Sleepwalker and like Deathlock and you're like Yeah, like got deep into those and they they're just side characters. Like they're just yeah. like nobody knows what those are. I was so excited when they did the Dark Hawk figure in the Guardians of the Galaxy f- line. I was like <laughs> that was the first one. I went there and I got that one. I left everything else on the shelf. I just got that one. <laughs> 
yeah well it's, it's funny too because it like, yeah it plays up to the nostalgia from when you're you know yeah. you're younger because like because i did collect the the cards you know the marvel yep. uh, superhero cards and like the dc versus marvel cards and so like when uh when i saw nightcrawler i was like oh i, was, I need Nightcrawler. well of course i watched the x-men cartoon but um there was a card that i had of him that i just thought it looked amazing and i was like man i was like that and it made me like the character more just because yeah. of how, how he was drawn and uh but yeah some of the stuff like i'm familiar with them from the cards and i'm like oh yeah i go i don't know the storyline but i know their mutant powers i know where they rank <laughs> it's like whatever the stats were on the back of a card so yeah uh but yeah i mean it's 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 been fun collecting them and uh seeing some of them especially like the gi joes because a lot of the gi joes that have come out my cousins or my friends had them mm-hmm. and so i'm like oh sweet now i can own that one too yeah. I'm like still waiting for Serpentor. I don't know if Hasbro's gonna see this, but I need that. <laughs> need I, Serpentor in a six inch. <clears throat> I do too. Like I'm, I'm, I'm dying for it, and and it better be a deluxe with his chariot. Like yes, <clears throat> I actually think that that rises Serpentor, Serpentor, sto- that five part thing where he takes over Washington and like it's this big thing and like whatever. I think that's better than GI Joe the movie. I like that one better of them chasing down the DNA. And I had no idea at like eight years old what DNA was, but I knew it was important in one's little box (laughs) that they got out of bones. Um, Yeah. I I think everybody's saying we're in the golden age of of toys. I don't, I don't think we're in the golden age. I think the golden age was the eighties because everything we've done, everything they're doing is just what they did in the eighties. It just looks better. So like, Yes, the figures are great. Maybe manufacturing's in the golden age because they're so well they're so well detailed and sculpted and everything. But as far as like the characters and, and what they're building, it's like we did this in the eighties already. Like we just didn't yeah. have as many. Like it, it's that's what it comes down to. So Yeah, and then the eighties was more affordable. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you start looking at inflation, I'm like, dang, like the G.I. Joe thing was like what, like three ninety nine? Like two ninety nine. Like it was yeah, yeah, it was like something insane. That's you know how people say they have recurring like nightmares. You know, my yeah. mine is I literally have dreams that it's a recurring one where I get to go shopping at my Toys R Us when I was a kid and I get to walk in and fill a cart with everything and then realize I'm dreaming and have to wake up. <laughs> That's the one that reoccurs going, I got all the superpowers, I got all my bionic six, I got I got I got Thundercats. Oh, I've been looking for this stuff. And then I'm like, this isn't real. I got to wake up and then I wake up and I'm like, okay. You know, um, one, one thing that I'm really wish that they would, I don't care who puts it up, but I want a mighty max figure in a six inch scale. Like I used to watch the cartoon all the time and I wanted the mighty max toys, mm-hmm. but I made the mistake of telling my dad, Oh yeah, it's like a poly pocket. And he's like, I'm not going to get your poly pocket. And I'm like, you're not listening to the rest of what I'm saying. <laughs> so I never got the mighty max toy, but I'm like, dang, like I used to love the cartoon and, uh, like I always wanted the Mighty Max toy, and I was like, man, like I'm not good at customizing. Obviously, I use foil for everything, uh, <laughs> or else I would have custom made a Mighty Max figure already. Somehow. There was one you did, I forget which one, and I looked at it and I go, that actually look, doesn't look that bad. Like that looks pretty good. Like one of your one of your foils was 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 pretty decent. Like you, if I didn't know and I just looked at it quick, I would have been like, oh, they, they chromed it out. It looks pretty good. Well, was it a no, it wasn't Not that one. one. No, okay. No. This one tricked a lot of people. They're like, "What?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> that one I could tell. That one I could tell. But there was, there, I think it was one of the Joes. It might have been either Cobra Commander or, um, oh, I put the chrome visor. Yeah, on? yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, you know what? I found they make a permanent silver marker that I went and and just colored in silver samurai. No, like heavy custom work. It's literally just like a permanent marker, and really? it's metallic. And I and I re. I just colored in like the armor pieces of it and he shines. He shines real nice. So I might do that to a couple other figures um, here and there, but um, so what do you, what do you want to do with this? Like you've been, you got a little fame going in, coming out of the pandemic. You got a little (laughs) momentum. So are we going to see you at Comic-Con? Are you coming to toy fair? Are you, are you going to be one of the guys? I've I've always wanted to go to those things. Mm -hmm. Um, but I never really felt like I was like, oh, man, like, like, because I'll dress up as anything. I really don't care. It doesn't bother me. Like, because I, I know some people would dress up at Comic-Con. And I was like, well, I don't have a problem dressing up at Comic-Con. But I was like, I don't, I never felt like I was like, I'm not part of that community. I was like, so I'm just going to pop in, just be like that casual person that's there. And like, not know really what's going on. Um, 
so I do now that I'm more I guess deeper into it I would like to go to those things like we the so we have comic cons like here in Austin they're not big like mm-hmm. San Diego or anything um so I do want to like dip my toes in some of those first before trying to go out to the bigger stuff it's a whole uh, different ball game yeah. it's not it's not even it's not even apples to apples or oranges to oranges yeah. it, it's like apples to like mustangs like it's it's completely <laughs> different it's um yeah because i i think one of the things is um i think we need more i think we need new people and more people at like toy fair like new york toy fair where it's where it's an industry thing it's a press event um and we need more coverage. We need more people with different perspectives that, that have a different way to look at things. And uh, and and Comic-Con itself, I mean, you can go for the toys and not see anything else. Like if I'm in toy panels, yeah. I don't I don't get to see anything else. Or if, or if I'm doing TV panels, I don't get to see anything else. Like because they're all going at the same time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I figured it's kind of like here in Austin, we have South by Southwest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and which I've shot photos for South by Southwest for a few years, and like I'll go check out a different music event, and mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Like, what is this garbage? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it's just like, uh, it, I mean, it's not even like South by Southwest light. It's like, like you were saying, it's like apples to Mustangs. It's like, so I, I get it, but like that's why I said I kind of want to just dip my toes into like a smaller one, to, yeah. just to be like, okay, I kind of can see what kind of like uh, stuff they got going because. South by Southwest did at one point where they were doing uh, the interactive events, which mm. were a lot of video game stuff, or um, it was like they had um, people from The Walking Dead there, mm-hmm. from different TV shows where, you, you know, you pay the the fee or whatever, and they'll take a picture with you, pretend they're your friend. Yeah. Um, so they had a little bit, I had a little experience with, with that, but I want to go to one of the smaller Comic-Con type things first and see what they're about. And then eventually, yeah, I do want to go try to hit one of the bigger ones, though. Yeah, no, I I think I think you I think you'd have a blast. Like, and San Diego is just like a whole nut. Like New York Comic Con is all at one spot. It's like you go one spot, it's there. And they might have like one other venue that might be a little bit bigger. Like as uh, I think they're using something in Times Square as like a theater. Um, but San Diego, it's like you got a park over here that's got like a full carnival going. You got FX is taking over this, and it's like the whole you know whole like whole block and then yeah. they take over the the baseball stadium and there's full like con there and then you got the con floor and then you got three major hotels that are throwing panels all at once like it is it is dizzying the amount of content that they that you could be involved in and the different people you see it's like I, you don't realize the fandoms that are there like you don't realize like how how diverse like it can get and how specialized yeah. like you said you wanted those figures there's probably a group of people that collect those toys that'll meet at san diego and do things around town together like it, it gets that kind of nutty um but I'm, I'm having fun seeing like all these different people step up like it's been because yeah. it was a small like i feel like it was a small group i think it was like foosh um Dan Pickett at, at Action Figure Insider, um, Toy News Eye, and, like, uh, His Tank. Like, that was, like, the core when I started. Like, that was the things I read every day. And now I can't keep up with how many people are covering stuff <laughs> and doing stuff. And it's fun. It's fun to see different perspectives. And it's also fun to see the community grow. Like, it's fun making these kind of connections yeah. and talking about stuff, so. Yeah, and this is this is what I like about it most. I mean, because, like, I, cause I did acting stuff, and a lot of that, that's strict competition. Yeah. Like, you're not friends with somebody that looks like you. Yeah. Because they're like, no, you're going to be uh, asked to do uh, Hispanic drug dealer number one. I'm going to be that Hispanic drug dealer number one. I'm not even going to associate with you at this point. Um, and then, like, which was funny because – I mean, as many like Hispanic drug dealer number one or number twos that I auditioned for, they would audition for me, uh, me for like roles for like Asian men, black men, uh, a Chinese woman. I had one time just because the the words are not gender specific. Right. And but that was what it was written for. They were like, I'll screw it, bring Sonny in. We'll see what he can do. Um, like, in fact, when I did Idiocracy, it was f- supposed to be for a six foot four, I think, 
or taller, 300-pound mm-hmm. uh, man. Yeah. And I'm all of 5'10". I think it was 130 pounds at the time. So I'm like, oh, sweet. You know, my costume was like full of pins because they had already made the costume for what it was supposed to be. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like doing stand-up comedy. I feel like I've, I, I have lost people. Like they, they're like, hey, come do my show. And I'm like, all right, cool, I'll do your show. And then I get bigger laughs or reactions than they do. And then I don't hear back from them. Yeah. They delete me off Facebook, delete me off Twitter. And I'm like, oh, like, dang. But like with the toys, it's like there's enough to go around for everybody. Everybody appreciates looking at everyone's collections, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so this community by far is superior than any other thing I've been involved with. Yeah, and, and it's I think it's it's that idea where like I think – I think that that mindset of like if you if you kill if you do really good and you get bigger laughs than them, they don't look at themselves and say, "Okay, I got to do better." They look at like, "Let's get him out of here because I don't want to work as hard." And it's like yeah. watching you do your content, watching Jay Hernandez do his lives. Um, AIC Adventures in Collecting just just got a DeLorean for their new Doc Brown review. Like they didn't buy it, but they found somebody with the DeLorean and did a did a video shoot. With the Doc Brown figure, the 2015 <laughs> um, version of Doc Brown delivered in a DeLorean, like <laughs> like people are up yeah, in their game, and it's like okay, all right, like we gotta, it it's a challenge. It's going looking at everybody going, all right, how can I either help you or how can you make me better? Yeah, like, and it's like like with me because I was like, man, I can do reviews all day. Well, I can't because a lot of work but i could you know technically i could do reviews all day yeah um and people can keep coming back for those reviews or um jay hernandez was a big example he was doing the reviews he got kind of bored of it he kind of gave me props and said hey that i kind of helped him change his direction a little bit he started throwing skits in the middle of his reviews yeah. i liked his little skits because i used to do skits with an improv troupe way back in the day mm-hmm. and so i was like well how, maybe i can try to do some of this too and so, like, I did a full customs promo, uh, and I asked Jay to do a little cameo in it to clearly show everyone, like, look, yeah, I did kind of take from his idea. I even show you I took from his idea by having him in the idea. So yeah. that way nobody could be like, oh, you stole it from Jay Hernandez. Yeah, I did, clearly. Like, I clearly have him in my video yeah. with me, like, just as a shout-out, like, hey, man, he started doing something different. I went ahead, you know – try to do something different as well props to him he's in the video with me so yeah and then of course there were some people that were like oh they're like how'd you get jay hernandez i'm like well if you see his lives you know that he he, he promoted my videos before <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like i'm not just so like but you know but he's real cool about it he's he's he uh he helps the community a lot too. Yeah. So yeah i always give him props for that but yeah his honesty is is what what i love about it like he doesn't yeah, pull yeah. it any punches. He just says what he feels and, and says what he's thinking. And it's refreshing. Like he doesn't play the yeah. game. Cause that, that's the other thing. A lot of, a lot of review sites and a lot of people that do this stuff, try to play the game and like, yeah. they don't want to piss off Hasbro. They don't want to piss off Mattel. They don't want to, and, and, and it's always fun to see. You could tell the people that are like, look, I do this cause I really love it and I'm going to do it. If they support me, I'm going to do it. If they don't support me, I'm just here to, like you said, you're creating content for you. You're putting it out there to challenge you and, and do your stuff and do your art. And, and that's that's why you're doing it. So um, it's always fun yeah, to see Yeah, the only stuff. ones that I'm trying to play the game with is Storm Collectibles so they can just start sending me stuff for free. <laughs> I was like, well, I'll tell them all the time. <laughs> you gotta, well, here's the thing. You don't got to go through Storm Collectibles. You got to go through the distributor because it's Blue US. Fin. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you got to make oh, friends man. with Blue I need to start giving, I start, start dropping their name more often. Yeah. I'd be like, this Storm Collectibles that I got from Bluefin. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Um, hey, so we're about an hour, so um, I'm going to wrap up a little bit, but tell everybody where they can find your stuff. Uh, so you can find uh, my photos and stuff on Instagram at Sunny Plays with Toys. Uh, you can always subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Sunny Channel. Um, I also have the Sunny Channel on Facebook um, that sometimes will get residual Instagram pushes for some reason when I check the box. Um, and on Twitter at the Sunny Channel as well. 
Cool, man. Thank you for taking the time. I really, it's been fun. It was a conversation I didn't see coming. Like I wasn't, I didn't expect to talk about your stand up, and I, I love talking stand up. So like, it was great to hear some of the stories. It really was. So thank you. Oh cool, yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Like I said, I like to collaborate with anybody and everybody as I can. So. This podcast was brought to you by Jackson Studios. Jax!